She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we have Lisa Fisher on the show. Her website is lisafishersaid.com. And the reason is because she says that people say to her all the time, well, Lisa Fisher said this, Lisa Fisher said that. And so I think that is a perfect website for her. And I'm so excited. I got to meet her a little bit and you are going to fall in love with her just like I have in the last few minutes. So you are in for a huge treat. We're going to talk about intermittent fasting and we are going to talk about thyroid in a really, really deep way. So Lisa, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And is it true? Are you a thyroid sister? (laughs) I am. I am a thyroid sister for sure. And I feel like I really know, it's funny that you said like, I literally feel like I know more than certain doctors. I actually went probably about two years ago to a endocrinologist and we were talking and she was talking about Synthroid and she was talking about Armour Thyroid and she goes, well, Armour only has T4. And I was like, (laughs) No, literally, I promise you on my life, that is what she said. And what I had to do was I literally had to Google it. And I said, no, that's not correct. This was the endocrinologist that I was talking to. And she goes, you know what? I'm so sorry. I was just having a brain fart. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, you are a licensed doctor and you are giving me this wrong information. I just couldn't believe it. But anyway, let's kind of, I want to hear a little bit of your backstory and kind of what got you into this path and kind of how you got into being so passionate about intermittent fasting and about thyroid. Cause those are honestly my two things that I'm super, super passionate about. Well, I was in my 30s. Um, I am a longtime radio TV personality and journalist in Arkansas, but I'd taken some years off. I was homeschooling my children and I, I took a dip like I fell off the planet for a little bit. I was so tired. I was so constipated. I was so cold. My hair fell out. I lost the outer thirds of my eyebrows. My nail split. Um, my libido was shot. I had depression symptoms. So I went, I, my husband said I had a team of doctors because when your thyroid, it's a gas pedal to the body. So when your thyroid doesn't work properly, that means all these things cognitively slow down, everything slows down. But it, there, because I do have a lot of energy, you can tell the inflection in my voice, I'm using my hands, I'm super energetic. So when I would still go to doctors and still had, you know, they remembered me from the, the cute, funny girl I was cute and funny at one time uh, on the you radio. Still and TV. Are, you still are. But you know what I mean? You know, they still remembered me. They'd go, oh, I just loved you on the radio and TV. I'd go, wait, stop. I'd go, I'm not that girl right now because I'm so tired. And they'd go, well, your test results are fine. So my team of doctors included um, an orthopedic surgeon because I'd flew it around my knee because the, the thyroid also controls how much collagen you get to the joints. Um, they thought maybe I had... Um, lupus because every person who's birthed a human has a positive ANA titer. So I I started realizing that I didn't have any of these things. I did get diagnosed with depression 
which was totally related to my thyroid. And so it was easier for that sweet psychiatrist to give me a pill that had a little bit of a stimulant in it. Wellbutrin is a non-typical, atypical antidepressant is what they call it. And so it helps with uh, dopamine and some driving ambition, but they couldn't give me enough. You know, I, I kept going back and a year later going, I'm still tired. I'm still constipated and cold. And I even asked that psychiatrist, I said, could it be my thyroid? He said, he goes, look, I'm a psychiatrist. I don't do lab work. I don't know. So they sent me to doctor after doctor and my TSH, which is a thyroid stimulating hormone. Sadly, it is just one piece of the puzzle. It is one piece of the puzzle. And our puzzle is really a menagerie of all the things that we present. And TSH is one, T3 is one, T4 is one, free T3, free T4. Some people even do T7 that you have to look at thyroid antibodies. And it wasn't until it took four years four years of going to doctors saying something's wrong. I was homeschooling my kids and I took three naps a day. And they would tell you fifth grade and second grade of my kids said they, they were on the sofa watching Looney Tunes or Rugrats because mom was asleep. Now they all ended up getting almost full rides to the university, wherever they chose. And my son's an engineer. So it worked out fine because kids learn in spite of their tired mothers. But it took that long before I finally had somebody, somebody finally came around me and palpated my thyroid and looked at my antibody count and it was off the page. And once they see I have vitiligo, the disease, you know, Michael Jackson said he had, well, it doesn't just show on your face, it's everywhere. Well, that's anytime someone presents with vitiligo, they either have type one diabetes or they likely have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And so, and then from that came alopecia and the other things that fall underneath that umbrella. Now I keep a real short leash on my health and I have the best outcome any doctor's ever seen with all of it. And I've, you know, what happens in autoimmune conditions, the body is fighting against itself, right? So the thyroid was in a battle with itself. So the gland is pretty much petered out, but I have reversed my Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I've reversed it. I don't have a high antibody count anymore because I've increased my vitamin D. I've increased my sleep. I've increased intermittent fasting has helped. So, I mean, I've, I've partnered with myself because nobody else cares about this body like I do. Mm, I love that. I want to talk about what a day in the life of Lisa Fisher looks like. I want to hear about kind of your intermittent fasting schedule, but I also want to know about what you take personally for your thyroid and how you do it in depth. Well, this is where it's very, you know, I, I'm a uh, graduate of the Institute of or Integrative Nutrition, New York, and we all talk and Jen Stevens talks about it too. We talk about bioindividuality. So what works for me may not work for you or somebody else. Both my daughters have thyroid disease and they take different thyroid hormone replacement. But for me, um, it is getting up. I do recommend people getting up when the sun gets up because of our circadian rhythms, getting outside immediately, getting sunlight into your eyes because you're telling your morning cortisol, I need you. And you're telling your nighttime melatonin, I'm going to need you later. So you start setting your clock up. So I do feel like um, that's very much part of my day. I get up, you know, easily between 5.45 a.m., 6 a.m., really with no clock. I was on the radio for years and got up at 3.45 a.m. So that's this is totally sleeping in. And then because I am an intermittent faster, food does not come into my mouth. It doesn't touch a fork for me till after maybe two o'clock um, about. You know, it just depends because of life, you know. Um, so I just drink water. I, I do have some unsweet, nice tea in this cup. 
I'm not a coffee drinker, though coffee helps you reach autophagy, which is that magic magical cellular clean out. And I take my thyroid medicine in the morning. I do take armor thyroid because synthroid is t- pretty much a joke. It's like taking a tic-tac. But because of bioindividuality, some people do feel better with synthroid. I would say 99% of the people don't, but your doctor can't win the trip to Cabo if he's writing you armor thyroid because there's no drug rep. There are a ton of drug reps for synthroid Abbott Laboratories. We know the name Abbott Laboratories. So you have to start thinking it's the whole follow the money thing that those of us who are want medical autonomy and are skeptical about things started asking during the jab, during, you know, I hate to say the word because I don't want it to be banned from any social media platform, but it's the question of who's making money off this and do it the same. You need to do the same thing with any prescription drug you're given. Otherwise you have a drug dealer. So I don't. And so I'm the one that got my endocrinologist in 2004. So 19 years ago to partner with me, he was 65 years old. And I said, can you give me armor? And he said, girl, we haven't written armor in years. I said, why? And he said, because we got Synthroid. I said, who's touting that? He goes, the rep that comes in. I go, you got an armor rep? He goes, there is no armor rep. And he said, armor was an, is an old drug that was grandfathered in by the FDA. And he was 65 years old. He wrote armor when he was in his 30s, quit writing it when the TSH test came out. Guess who invented the TSH test? Abbott Laboratories, <laughs> the same people who make Synthroid. Y'all getting it now? Follow the money. And the TSH test is really very misleading. Back in the old days, you would go to a doctor, say, I'm cold, constipated, tired. I have these symptoms. They would check your reflexes. If they were slow, you had thyroid disease. They palpated your gland. If it was enlarged, you had thyroid disease. But no, in 1973, Abbott Laboratory said, I got an idea. Let's give them a test. You don't have to talk to them. And then they go out the door. Well, then we missed, I think the statistic is like 96% or something high 90s of people, mainly women who had these symptoms and they were pushed to the side. They finally did lower the reference range for the TSH. And, but it, it really, it's an arbitrary number if you're not looking at everything. And if a woman comes in and presents with these symptoms, listen to me, healthcare provider, she's not making it up. When, how old are you when, or when did you get diagnosed? How long ago? Um, I'd say probably 10 years ago. Okay. And I lost my hair so much that I literally was, and my hair looks like who did it and forgot about it today, but, um, I literally would have my hair fall out in clumps. I ended up having to cut my hair short. I, it was the only time in my life I got extensions and it was like itching. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. And you know, to this day, I literally at least once a week, I have someone come up to me and they're like, your hair is beautiful. And they say, do you have extensions? Cause my hair is long. Right. And they're like, do you have extensions? And I say, no, I don't. And sometimes they'll actually pull on my hair to like <laughs> see if I have extensions. I'm like, what do you think I'm lying to you? Like, no, I really don't have extensions. This is my real hair, but it's so thick 
now. And I really prayed to God. I, I used to complain about my hair before because it used to be so thick and so long. It takes like 45 minutes to blow dry. And I, I literally prayed. I said, God, if you restore my hair back to me, I will not complain about my hair ever again. Cause I was the time I got those extensions and I knew I could, I don't know how people wear them. That drove me absolutely yeah, bonkers. I, I couldn't do that either. And so finally, I just, you know, the Lord kind of restored my hair to me back, which is really nice. But yeah, my thyroid, I don't feel like, to be honest, my thyroid is at its optimal. Um, I, and I'd love to hear from you. I just got my blood work back and I think my TSH was at like 2.2. Too high. Um, Too Too high. high. Like I right. all, my one friend said, unless it's under one, you're, you're not going to feel like a million bucks. That's right. That's and right. so is that kind of how you feel? It's got to be mm-hmm. under one. In and fact, I, I, feel look, the best. I look hyperthyroid on paper. Mm-hmm. I'm at 0. 0.00 like two, but don't tell anyone. But uh-huh. my healthcare provider is functional medicine nurse practitioner. She partners mm-hmm. with me, checks my heart rate. It's wonderful. My blood pressure is uh, 96 over 68. I mean, so I don't have, I get over a place. So what happens is um, the pituitary gets involved and it suppresses sometimes that Um, when you take a complete medication like we do that has T4 and T3, Armor has T2, T1, T0, and calcitonin. And so when you do that, sometimes it will suppress the TSH. So my number looks over-replaced. I am not. I feel great. I sleep beautifully. I sleep eight hours. I have tons of energy. Um, I'm not wasting away. I don't, you know, if you have too much thyroid medicine, when you start getting wax in your ears, your skin's oily, you're shaking, you have diarrhea hair still falling out. You're getting hot real easily. And then a slow sluggish thyroid remerts the gas pedal to the body. And both of those can, you can have trouble with memory, but sluggish thyroid is um, dry skin, nail splitting, constipated, cold, can't think of words, sluggish, not no energy, no drive. Again, hair loss on both, memory loss on both or wonky memories on both. Um, carpal tunnel, if you have low thyroid, heavy periods. And that was one of my symptoms. I mean, I went and said all these things and they would just pat me on the leg telling me to have an ablation. I'm like, I'm not touching my body. Let What can we do? And in fact, my husband even tells me, he said, you know, if someone says, am I on medicine? Am I on any medicines? My husband says, you're not because you're not taking a drug. You're taking a hormone replacement. So thyroid, I take HRT. I take thyroid hormone replacement. And I also have pellet therapy because like I said, I'm up in years um, and postmenopausal. So that is what I, so I take my thyroid medicine in two doses. Uh, I break it up because the half-life of the T3 is very short, about six hours. So it's in and out of your system. It can over-replace you pretty quickly and you're over-replaced. And I have been over-replaced where I had too much thyroid hormone and I started getting those symptoms, shaky, diarrhea, uh, earwax, and oily skin. 
Hey guys, I want to tell you about a product that I'm completely obsessed with right now. It's called Buy Optimizers, and one of them is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And the reason why I love it so much is because it has all seven forms of magnesium in one bottle. It literally upgrades virtually every function in your body, like helps you with your sleep, helps you with stress, which I'm under a lot of stress right now, working a lot. And then the second one is called Massimes, and it's a really potent enzyme blend for digestive function. And so we literally did a test with this. It was so cool with steak. And then we put the masszymes in there and it literally broke down the steak. So if you're like getting tired after you're eating, you need this because it will optimize your digestion and really help you with absorption and absorbing those nutrients. So I have really good news. If you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, you will get a discount code. You've got to try it. I love it. So I want you to talk about talk, talk about the dosage that you take. And I think you said maybe you do in, implement a little bit of Synthroid into that I and do. how you take a break from it. I want you to discuss that. Well, because T3 has this very short half-life and the way that my body, I'm super sensitive to medicines. I have a very slow metabolism. That's often very common. I can't take a Benadryl, can't do a lot of things. Because of that, when I take the dosing, I can get over a place. So I take Wednesday afternoons off. You remember I dose my thyroid for twice a day and I take Sundays off completely. I really don't go by lab work. I go by how I feel. I only have lab work done because I'm checking my fasting insulin as an intermittent faster. I want that fasting insulin under five or six and mine's at 2.2. So I'm checking that. Um, I don't, I'm not worried about cholesterol and all that. Women with thyroid disease often have higher cholesterol, not worried about it. You need cholesterol to get those sex hormones to communicate. Woo, husband saying hallelujah, all the praise hands. So um, I did, I have had some frozen shoulder. And if a woman listening right now has frozen shoulder and she's a little constipated and cold and a little overweight and a little tired, it's her thyroid. So um, people with frozen shoulder adhesive capsulitis, it's often from low T4. So if I get frozen shoulder, I don't have it now because I take 75 micrograms. It's dosed smaller than armor is. I take 75 micrograms with my armor every day, or I take NP. It's the generic version. It's the same thing, but it's cheaper. And um, I also take Sundays off for that as well. That has a longer half-life, so it stays in your system a little longer, but I do that. So all my parts work. Uh, My shoulders feel great. Uh, Frozen shoulders, very common with women with thyroid disease, as is bursitis in the hip, um, carpal tunnel syndrome, some other things. Because remember I said that the thyroid, the gas pedal to the body controls the way that our joints work. And that's why you have to look at gluten sensitivity. It can affect your joints. Dairy, a lot of people get off dairy as in a thyroid patient. I haven't, I don't really eat a lot of it, but I haven't eliminated it. And then processed foods, everyone needs to throw away all the processed foods. So as far as that goes, so right now you said you're taking how much armor thyroid in the morning? Yeah, 60 in the morning and 60 in the afternoon. Thank you, 120 for the day. And then I add the 0.75 or 75 micrograms of Synthroid in the morning. 
Mm. And what do you like, like the other tests that you look at? So looking at your T4 or your reverse T3, can you talk about what do, if, if someone goes to the doctor, they literally, especially if they go to a regular doctor, you need to tell them, here are the tests that I want you to test me on. And nine times out of 10, I feel like they will listen. Uh uh-uh. about they five won't. times out of five, five times out of ten, mm-hmm. you have to go in there and stomp your stiletto heel because yeah. they'll push back with, because um, it's lab core quest, y'all. They have it. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to go in there and say, "I am not leaving. I'm the customer. The customer's always right." In your line of work, you would never have somebody ask you for something and you not deliver it. Your job is to, you know, under promise and over deliver, right? So mm-hmm. in that, you say, "I want." Of course, TSH will come with it. I want T4, T3, free T4, free T3 antibodies. Do not walk out of there. If you have to stand at, and drive it to the lab yourself and they'll push back and say your insurance is going to cover it, send me the bill. All right, I'll pay the $10 or whatever it is. Same thing with fasting insulin. Don't leave without those things because that has more metabolic markers than anything else you can do better, more than an A1C, better than glucose or anything is your fasting insulin and that entire thyroid profile, which includes antibodies. It was antibodies that finally had me convince somebody because I had a really high antibody count. And then there was a terrible murder in Little Rock in 2008. I have a TV anchor. It was one of my best friends. And then my antibody count doubled because what stress does to the body Now that I've been, so mine were up to 2,400 at one time, anything over 30 is high. So now that I get all the sunlight I can get every day, my antibody count now is at 38. So I don't even show up as Hashimoto's patient. Wow. I do want you to repeat those tests one more time because it's absolutely crucial, guys. I cannot stress this enough. She is a hundred percent right on. You've got to take every one of these. So just repeat it one more time. Get a pen. Let's write this down. So you will tell, this is how you talk to your provider about it. When you start talking in his terms, then your provider, he or she will understand that you've done some homework, that you're not walking in as a blind sheep. You know, sheep can't see well anyway, and they'll follow anything, right? So you say you want a complete thyroid panel, including antibodies. And your doctor's going to write complete thyroid panel. And then you ask the doctor, repeat, tell me what that means to you. And the doctor is going to say TSH. And you're going to go, no, 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 don't stop there. T4, free T4, T3, free T3. And some people even do reverse Reverse on some of those. Yes. I think you should. I definitely think you need the reverse T3. And that does show what the pituitary is doing and the adrenal hypothalamus axis. I mean, it's all this stuff. I don't know. I don't understand all those markers, but I do know about T4, T3 and the reverse. So when you take Synthroid. And T3 and the T3 antibody. Yes. And yes. And you have to have a full antibody panel. Because that's what I was saying. I wasn't showing up as hypothyroid, but when they saw the antibodies, that nurse called me immediately and said, oh, we see why you don't feel well. Because if your antibody counts high, you have a lot of inflammation. What causes cancer and cardiovascular disease? A lot of inflammation. So I had a lot of inflammation for many years and 
was uh, was not doing well. So your doctor is saying you just need T4 because they're hoping your T4 converts to T3, which is what you use on a cellular level. If you're over 25, probably not happening. We do in our younger years, but as we get older, our T4 does not convert as easily. Again, you, the one lady right now listening in Salina, Kansas, driving her car is going, my, t- my Synthroid's great. I feel great. Wonderful. Let me clap for you. For the other thousand million of you, ask your doctor, that. tell your doctor, your healthcare provider, you want a complete thyroid hormone replacement, including T4, T3. If you can get it compounded, great. If not, then ask for Armour or NP Thyroid. There's Nature Thyroid. There are a few others. Uh, Muslims can't take Armour because uh, it's from a pig. Um, so there are some exceptions and you have to tweak some things. So and T4 is, is Synthroid is just T4, not working. And I'm going to put a link on to the podcast. If for some reason you don't have a primary care physician that will do it for you, then you need to go ahead. You can do it on your own. I'll send you a link. It'll be a little bit more expensive, not that much more, but it's a couple hundred dollars and it's so well worth it. You can print those results in there. And actually on my site, I put on there how I feel the best. Like if I'm at this rate, this is how I feel the best. If I'm here, this is how I feel the best. So well, then let me ask you, that link. Yeah, if your TSH is at 2.2, do you have any of the symptoms I talked about? Because it may be yes. fine for you. Okay. No, it's not. And, and that's the thing. I, I was really under one is where I like to be at all times. What happened was once I got down to about 0.5, I wasn't feeling good in the other direction. I felt like it was too much. And this is where I have the biggest problem and people don't talk about this. So when I eat no grains, so for me, my, what my diet looks like for the most part, is I eat a lot of lean, lean protein, vegetables, and fruit. So a paleo diet. When I eat a paleo diet, like a hundred percent, the problem is my thyroid functions so much better. (laughs) Unbelievable. So when I'm like perfect, perfect Patty, my thyroid's here. So what will happen is I'll be like, I just will get to my snapping point. Like today we ended up going to Chipotle and I was like, you know what? I'm getting a little bit of rice. Well, the problem is I, when I have rice or I have any kind of grains, my thyroid does not function at that optimal rate. So what I need my thyroid to be at when I don't take it. And so for me, it's a hundred percent about my, my diet. And so I actually reduced my thyroid. I had him reduce it because I was eating so perfect. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like it was too much medicine that I was taking. And then as soon as I told him that I wanted to bring it down, then I started not eating as perfect patty anymore. And then then I checked it and then it was like at 2.3. So for me, my mental health space, I have to get to a place where I really, this is me. I go back and forth because I'm like, what happens is for me personally, when I eat too clean, so like if I go, I'm not eating any grains, I'm not eating any of this, I'm no, no, no dairy, no this, no that, no that. The problem is I eat so I eat more because I'm not satisfied. So the portion size I eat is more and I end up gaining weight. So I'll be 
you know, right now I'm about five to seven pounds more than I want to be. And the truth is I'm, you know, I'll have eaten, you know, wonderful, you know, I'm eating so good, but because I don't feel satisfied when I start incorporating these other things back into my diet, I eat less and I end up not you know, eating as much and I am five to seven pounds thinner. So part of me is like, okay, Chantal, just up the, up your thyroid medicine to where it was. I really believe in the philosophy of 80, 20, 80% of what I eat is clean and really great, but sometimes 20%, I need to eat a little bit of something else because overall I end up eating a lot less, which keeps me at that five to seven pounds less, which is kind of my happy spot, which is where I like to be. So that's my problem. And I know what the problem is, but I'm constantly teetering there. If that makes sense. It does, but because everything to me should be we should look at root cause why is your leptin not working your leptin is the hormone that tells you you're satisfied why are you having it seems like you're having almost leptin resistance when you're eating a paleo diet so that shows Chantel that the paleo diet may not be perfect for you because you might have to have some adjustments to it which is that back to that bio-individuality. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about thyroid hormone is it is cumulative. So the th one thing about T4, remember I told you T3 is in and out of your system in six hours. T4 does accumulate. So there's something you could have done something that it was accumulating and then it was too much medicine. It, it suppressed your TSH too much. You know, what you could do, this is not medical advice. My attorney yeah. wanted me to tell you. <laughs> um, what you could do is, maybe tweak something. Uh, you could add a little more T3 because T3 will suppress the TSH. Your TSH is getting up. To me, that's high for me. I don't feel my best. I mean, I haven't had it that high in probably 18 years, um, but you could tweak some things, add a little T3, get that TSH to come down so you feel your best because that's what's important, how you feel your best, what your number is. And then... Um, Maybe there's something in, because I'm trying to figure out why your satiety hormones um, aren't clamped down as much when you eat a real clean diet. So you might need, um, you know, rice. God made it. If God makes it, I, I'm usually team mm -hmm. God, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could mill your own wheat, of course, and I don't want you to do that, <laughs> but you could eat rice um, and mill it and some other things that maybe grow from the ground and see what that does for you. Cause I'm just curious because when there's weight gain there, I have to start wondering what your fasting insulin doing. Why isn't your leptin working? Why are you hungrier? What happened? Are you still having a monthly cycle? Are you perimenopausal? I mean, there are just a lot of questions and it's not based on how many calories you've eaten. Right? No, I love that. That's so good. It's really good. Thank you. Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Well, if you could give ladies kind of like your top three tips that we haven't already talked about where you go, these have kind of been game changers for you that you've said, 
here's my top three things that I've done in my life that have really kind of been a game changer, what would you advise them? Well, I really feel like the goalpost in our life, um, I, I think intermittent fasting is the football field. I just, the only way I can play the game is if the intermittent fasting is my turf. And then the goalpost, so that's number one, eat in a time-restricted manner is the same way as our ancestors did. I don't know what that is for you. For me, I do really well with a 20 and four window during the week, but on weekends, I might have an 18 and six window, meaning um, I have lunch and dinner. I just listen to my body. So number one is to eat in a time-restricted manner. I don't care who you are, what planet you're from. That's basic. And then the other things are so basic. We've told people to go inside and get into offices and to wear sunscreen out there. Those are lies. Again, follow the money. Who was telling us that? The people who sold a sunscreen. When did um, skin cancer rates skyrocket? When we started putting carcinogenic things on our skin. God made that big furball, fireball in the sky. It's not fur, it's fire. Fireball in the sky to nourish us. It helps your vitamin D. You know, vitamin D isn't a vitamin, it's a hormone. So I say, increase your vitamin D, get sunlight every day into your eyes. I don't even wear sunglasses anymore. My eyes have strengthened so much from vitamin D. I go outside, even though with this vitiligo and that vitiligo, you can see it more because um, Russian Jews. So I have a lot of pigment in my skin. I don't care. I'm doing it for my health. Number two, sleep. Oh, wait, number th 3.2, get electrolytes. Add a Himalayan salt to your diet, magnesium, potassium every day. If you have leg cramps at night, you don't need more bananas. You need more magnesium. If you're constipated, you need magnesium. If you can't think well, you need magnesium. If you have trouble, if you are nervous, anxious, you need magnesium. Magnesium is the top supplement in your diet. Should be every day. Mm, I love that. I know. And I am going to put a link in the show notes because I have found the best magnesium that I've found. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. It is amazing. And it has all seven forms of magnesium. Cause a lot Take of them every are day. one, one type of magnesium. This one particular has seven and it's amazing. I take it every day. In fact, so my daughters who, uh, so I was diagnosed with thyroid disease 20 years ago, I said almost, um, and I'd gained about 10 or 15 pounds. Now that's not enough, you know, to get panicked about, but it was enough that I was uncomfortable. So because of that, when I had these daughters, my eyes were on them. And when they weren't menstruating at 28 days or having heavy cycles, or they were cold when others were warm, they got on thyroid medicine young. Oh, you know, a doctor had to do that. A doctor had to agree with me. But with that, we all take three different types, three different preparations, because we're all different. Same, you know, womb that they came from, but we're all different. But one thing we all agree on in the Fisher family is we're all, all the girls are constipated because we have thyroid disease. We've taken this magnesium, this magnesium, this magnesium. I got the bioptimizers. Yes. I gave it to my daughter the other day and she said, mom, you get excited about when the sun comes up, you get excited about everything. But she said, you were spot on. She said, finally, I'm not constipated. Thanks to bioptimizers. And we do two a day. And it is totally changed the way that I can focus on life because I get the right magnesium now, finally. Me too. And I, just so you know, guys, you can get 10% off because I have a link for it and it's oh, right. It is the best yeah. 
one out there and I will put the, the link in the show notes. Well, this has been amazing. Tell listeners how they, where they can find you and how they can follow you. I ain't hiding, as I say, <laughs> um, at Lisa Fisher said on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, um, you know, Facebook. I still have my Lisa Gibson Fisher Facebook page, but it's open uh, because I have been in the media for so long. And my website is lisafishersaid.com. I have a link about fasting. I have a link about health coaching and I'm adding a link about thyroid consultation because I've I have been doing that albeit illegally for about 18 years, because I was telling people how to run their thyroids uh, before I got my certification, but I do have my health coaching certification now. And doctors have relied on me because I even sat with an obstetrician one time. So an obstetrician means I do family practice um, in medical school, and then they do you know, a fellowship or residency, and they go further and they become obstetricians or oncologist, you know, from family practice or internal medicine, you can do different paths. So the obstetrician I sat with 20 years ago, we sat at dinner, most well-respected obstetrician in this town. And she was like, what has gotten into you? I said, I've changed my life. I've taken my thyroid and I, I now have control over it. And she said, she, I said, you remember in medical school when you learned about TSH? And she went, no, it was one half day in medical school, in, in residency or, or fellowship, wherever she was. And it was one half day sponsored by Abbott Laboratories. So they told me to give them a TSH test and they told me to write Synthroid. She had no idea there was anything other than that. She started giving her patients the complete thyroid hormone replacement for those that needed it. And she called me six months after and she goes, you've changed my medical practice. She said, I have women here who's so depressed, so constipated, so cold, so tired, but their TSH was normal. <laughs> she said, then I started doing all the tests. I started seeing, and so she'll still call me. In fact, Chantel, she'll call me and say, Lisa, I have a patient presenting with tachycardia and so-and-so. I go, you know, I'm not really a doctor. I just, I just know a lot of fancy words, but I don't know what to do if they have tachycardia. And tachycardia, sometimes that's uh, excessive heart rate. Even in low thyroid, you can have it because the pituitary is telling the heart, come on, pump up. So I'm really not a doctor and I don't pretend to be one on TV, but I do like partnering with women to get them to feel better. So at Lisa Fisher said um, on social media and lisafishersaid.com. And one thing you could do is do an appointment with Lisa and then you know, take all that information and then work with the practitioner because you need that practitioner to, you know, give Absolutely. you, you know, but they can work hand in hand. And I, that my doctor that I work with, I have two, one is Dr. Timothy Peterson. He's in Virginia beach, but I think you can use him, you know, online. He now does zoom calls. I'm going to tell you right now, the best endocrinologist I've ever met. He is like, he is kind of, he's a regular doctor, but he is like, fractionally of functional medicine who yeah. really understands that. And then another one is a really good friend of mine. Her name's Marianne Bjorkman. She works at Reboot and she is amazing. And she also can good. prescribe and uh, really understands. She has thyroid issues as well. So she, she personally, right. you know, can understand it and kind of can relate. Yeah. And she is wonderful as well. Well, this has just been so amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much for being on. I've enjoyed every minute. My of pleasure. This. My pleasure. I'm, I'm glad to help that. people. 
Yes. And it, it's, it's very apparent and <laughs> your energy and all you just like radiate like a sunshine. And so I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you Thank for you. all you do for the healthcare community. Thanks for having me. Perfect. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.